from the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. So did we get the, the beginning of the show on there, guys? Alex, Imran, did you hear the thing start? Because it, it was like uh, midway through the opener, boom, into my headset. And it's like, okay, great. Another thing that Canada's probably messing up for us. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Thursday. Glad you're with us. It's just human, human error on this side. Imran, it's good to see you, man. Um, but I don't like seeing you through an orange haze. Could we do something about that? The filter on this light is just, it sucks. It's incredible what that I mean my eyes yesterday particularly so were were, were burning my throat uh, irritated it's uh, it's insane Did what, you do a lot of yeah. walking? Well, you know, I was out I was actually down in Philadelphia. I took a train down to Philadelphia to to meet with uh-huh. a uh, potential client, but when I came back I had uh, I was late for these two calls, work-related calls, and I decided to take them standing outside of the Amtrak uh, station, oh, the new dude. Moynihan train station, you know, Penn Station area. And then by the time I was done with those, I, my eyes, my contacts, it was just a mess. It's just re- it's incredible uh, the the air quality or lack thereof we're dealing with. Yeah, this is this is insane. I've my my wife grew up in California. Um, and for people that are that are curious, we were over 400, nearly 500 yesterday in some places on the air quality. As we're sitting here having this conversation right this very second, it's at 157. So it's come down quite a bit, but it's still considered uh, unhealthy uh, as, as an air quality index. But in all the years that she was growing up uh, with the forest fires, and California has, you know, several each year, um, she's never she's never seen anything like this like and and not just that it's the city but it's the entire tri-state area it's half of the state it's all the way down to philadelphia it's all the way down the east coast into washington they had some of it yesterday i mean this is really insane um and i have a question mr lawyer Hmm. um what what's the chance we can take legal action against trudeau for this Because well, here's my here's my issue, and this yeah. is the people are going to laugh at me a little bit, but that's okay. I've had far lesser people than them laugh at me. Um, if you have policies uh, that affect your thickly wooded areas of your country, and this is the case in California, this is why they have so many uh, forest fires out there. That they the green lobby started about two decades ago, going, oh, we 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 can't be clearing all this underbrush all the time. It's just, we got to let it. We just can't touch it. We just got to let it grow. Which any actual forester that has worked the forestry, you know, for decades or centuries will tell you that's the dumbest thing possible that you can do. Because if something catches on fire, this is what happens. It just like it's just a stack of kindling that pow, just goes through everything that's out there. So. If you have policies that create, and I think what I saw yesterday was Canada has 400, 400 forest fires burning out of control. And you basically pop, you know, launch this this disgusting uh, stuff all over North America. I mean, that's as bad of, of negligence as someone letting a, a virus loose out of a lab. Now, we haven't had as many people die from it, and they're, they're, but I bet you there will be dead people from this. I talked to two doctors yesterday, and they were all telling me, you know, how bad the symptoms are, people that are coming in to see them, and they, they're not even the, the normally asthmatic patients. So I think you're an example, Imran, stinging eyes, you know, can't, you know, having trouble, difficulty breathing. I mean, this is this is really obscene. And when it comes down to the fact that Trudeau just didn't want to clean out his forests, like I'm kind of like, yeah, let's let's lace it up. Let's take him to court. Let's see what we can get for it. Yeah, well, listen, uh, you know, there that would be it would be a very novel lawsuit. And you, you 
I mean, a private citizen can sue a state for harm if it's uh, sort of sanctioned by the state. You see lawsuits against the uh, against the country of Iran for terrorism and things like that. Right, no, right. So, so uh, let's just theorize this. I mean, if there was a harm in, uh, because of this, and we you could trace it back to some sort of state-sanctioned uh, or, or missteps up in Canada, and that you could link... Uh, that with you know the wildfires and harm and and to citizens here in the United States in New York New Jersey etc. I mean theoretically there could be some sort of legal redress or brought in the courts and all that. But uh, what do you need to what do you need be... to file the the the, the big one? I mean because this would be a class action suit, and I right. think I got about eight million Manhattanites that would sign on with me. Yeah, I mean it would be a it, it'd be a, 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 a uphill battle to say the least, and it may be down okay. on arrival in the court. But you know what's going on up there? You know we're 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 choking on on the uh, the fumes down here. Get your fires. Well, and you know control. what's really terrible is that when they do these, when they have these policies where they don't clear the underbrush, and so then when you when you have fire, it just breaks out. It's not just burning the trees; it's burning all the poison ivy and all the the junk that grows in that mess. And this is why you have firefighters that work forest fires that end up getting like poison ivy on the inside of their lungs and on the inside of their throat sometimes because they they've breathed it in via the the smoke that they've been fighting from the fires so this is really bad and i've got a 10 year old that doesn't you know doesn't do well in uh just the light little pollen that we get you know that stuff yeah. that coats your car in the green every spring like he doesn't do well during that season these last couple of days we've just been watching him extra careful and just keeping him in but it's i'm it, this has been severely severely annoying and it, it's trudeau's fault and he should have to pay that that's that's my position on it probably won't win in court but anyway so besides that besides taking your your calls outside and getting your eyes stung and your throat uh, choked uh, what else have you had going on recently yeah Kevin, is, I'm swamped. You know that I was away for a bit. And, you know, that's it's the bittersweet sort of uh, uh, aspect of travel in, yeah. in my business. I, You know, I get away, get to go away. And some of it was work-related, right? But, you know, uh, then I come back, and it's just so much stuff to catch up with. It's almost like, oh, need a vacation. Well, it's like, it's like a double whammy because you yeah. have to get a bunch of stuff done to be done before you leave so that it's it's already done while you're gone. And then as soon as you come back, you have a stack that's twice as big of stuff that needs to be done immediately. And it's like, it's almost like, and I can't say this too loud because I don't want the, the lovely bride to hear me. Uh, I hope she doesn't have the radio on. But like, uh, it almost makes like going like, like, I don't know if I should. Yes. <laughs> it's like, if I could just, you know, stay current with my work, I'll just be right. in good shape. Anyway. Um, didn't mean to make it the complaining hour uh, here on Legal Night. He's Imran Ansari, one of the partners at uh, uh, Idala uh, Kamens and Bert uh, Idala Bertuna Kamens. That's yep. it. I want to make sure I say it in the right in the right order because that would interfere with someone's marriage if I didn't. I, I'm not interested in messing that up. Hey, the rumor this morning was that uh, any day now. It's not the state of New York. It's the feds. They're mm -hmm. thinking about pull, pulling an indictment on the president. I was listening to uh, Hugh Hewitt, who was um, in the uh, what's, what he, he was in the uh, Reagan administration in the in the Justice uh, Department there. He was uh, on the Salem News Channel this morning and he was talking about uh, if this does come down, if this is a if this is handed down, this indictment at that level that he thinks that Garland had to weigh in on it and probably the White House had to weigh in on it if it actually goes through. Let me ask you, Mr. Ansari, you, you cover this stuff for the legal TV networks. What are your thoughts on the possibility of uh, the former president being under two indictments uh, when we when we continue here? You yes, give us a I, short answer now, and then we'll come yeah, back no, to the other side. I, listen, I don't think it's a, it's a good sign, and I'll, we could talk about it on All the right. end of the break. He doesn't like it, folks. Imran doesn't like it. He's like, this is not good. Uh, so we'll, we'll find out why he thinks that way. Plus, we got some other... Oh, there's another lawsuit that the former president's still involved in, but he's fighting back in that one. We'll give you the details on that. And did, did anybody know that Prince Harry was in the middle of legal action? I didn't. But evidently, uh, he's got a big trial going on, and the judge didn't like his behavior in it. We'll tell you about that before we're done. It's Legal Night. It's uh, Imran and Kevin. It's Radio Night Live. It's AM 970, The Answer. Don't go away.
Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and I am in love with my shiny, bald, smooth head. Hemp Leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief and keep you looking young. Hemp Leaf is the next big thing in skin and body care. The whipped body butters and creams leave my skin feeling soft, smooth, hydrated, giving my aging skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their liquid black soap glides on, leaving my skin soft, crisp, and clean. They also have this amazing muscle rub called Icy Pot. The guys at Hemp Leaf also gave me samples of a remarkable neuropathy cream called Helixer that I gave to Marianne, and she uses it on her heels. She said it's been nothing short of a miracle. Within minutes, it soothes her aching feet. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in it. Visit them at HempLeaf.com. That's Hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Okay, folks, let's talk about court reporting. Would you like a career in the legal field making great money without having to go to law school? One that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently? Well, there's a high-powered and lucrative career that you really do need to know about, and it is court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption Everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. You. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo for Perillo Tours. Did I tell you I'm going to Rome and Sicily this year with my friend Steve Perillo? Hey, you want to go? It's simple. You just call 800-431-1515 and say, I want to go to Apollonia's hometown with Joey. Make it happen, baby. How does that sound? Rome, three nights, including a special intimate performance by yours truly. Then we fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taormina, Palermo, some medieval towns like Savoca and Forza d'Agro in Messina. Why? because we're going to visit some iconic sites from famous godfather scenes how cool is that can't leave sicily until you have a wine tasting in the shadow of mount etna we will do that too then on to palermo for three more nights call perillo tours at 800-431-1515 800-431-1515 or visit please perillotours.com People used to offer help to police officers in danger. Now they take a video instead. Use your phone to call 911, then find out how you can help. The National Police Association can show you more about how to assist law enforcement at nationalpolice.org. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Paul seeks a senior-slash-lead technical inside sales engineer in Port Washington, New York, to coordinate projects and assignments for the oil and gas market for North America. Candidates must have a bachelor's degree or foreign equivalent in chemical engineering or related field, plus 10 years of experience. The position is a telecommuting position with up to 40% travel. Interested candidates submit resumes to Nancy underscore K-R-A-K-E at P-A-L-L dot com. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. Well, I tried to stay indoors all day so that I won't, you know, like, wheeze tonight while we're on the air. But if I do, just forgive me. Uh, Kevin McCullough, Imran Ansari, glad to be with you. Imran, they're talking about another indictment, this time on the federal level. Uh, what's it about? What's the chances uh, of it meaning anything? And what's the, what's the president's uh, most likely response to all of it? Give us your download on this. Yes, Kevin, listen, I think uh, the writing may be on the wall, that, uh, and that writing would be the text of an indictment, uh, because all the signs are pointing uh, that a federal indictment may be handed down against the former president, Donald Trump. And this is dealing with the, uh, the classified documents issue uh, down in Mar-a-Lago. But I, I think the, the signs are really there. So this, what happened is that uh, federal prosecutors have informed uh, Donald Trump's attorneys that he's uh, a target of the investigation. 
regarding the classified documents and and that in sort of the uh the procedural aspect of when a grand jury is hearing testimony signals to a potential defendant that uh, there may be a looming indictment and you know if there's any sort of testimony evidence that the defendant may want to to provide the grand jury that's the signal to do so and I you know it's really just amounting legal problems for the former president especially when we're coming up on a, a 2024 run uh, with a ever-increasing uh, growing playing field on the GOP side of potential presidential candidates. It's like, you know, where is this going to, to fall and how is it going to affect the former president? It's either going to uh, motivate the base uh, or it's going to uh, have the effect of maybe having some fatigue on, on voters and maybe another front-runner coming in front on uh, the GOP side. But on the legal aspect of things, Kevin, I, I would imagine that uh, there is going to be a meeting of the minds on the defense team for Donald Trump because having a state uh, indictment that they're facing up here in New York and now a federal indictment along with all the civil cases that uh, are, are sort of percolating around, I can't imagine this is going to be good news uh, no matter what uh, the opinion of it is from the Trump camp. Uh, it's just going to be another battle to fight. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's interesting. You're you're the law guy. I'm more of the uh, read the culture politics guy. And I think that largely what the public does with this now is go, oh, it's it's that again. Oh, OK. And in in the blue bubble where we live, uh, you know, there there are, you know, Trump haters that are kind of gleefully like rubbing their hands together and like, ha, we're really going to get him. But if you really go through like most of what he has dealt with on these kind of like fronts since kind of becoming a public uh, candidate in 16 uh, or for the 16th cycle it was really in 15 I guess or 14 when he announced but um, these things generally tend to help him at least within the uh, the fold of the faithful and so I think what and and really what you want to watch is what's happening with independence independence in recent months have not seemed to like this stuff they don't like the brag stuff they they don't think that this stuff is the the mar-a-lago case is very strong and then you have the the unfortunate side of like the the kind of hypocritical reality of well yeah he had what those you know couple of boxes of whatever that they took out during the raid but then they found like 1800 boxes in biden's possession some of them from when he was Vice President, someone who was a senator, had like actual classified stuff that he wasn't entitled to have in those stages of life. And then Obama had some and Clinton had some and Bush had some and all these other guys had some the, in, in an independent voter's mind. The person's asking, well, why is Trump being singled out for this? Like if, if he had and admittedly a small pile, I mean, it was not a, it was not a very big batch of them. What, what is it about him that makes it terrible and everybody else got to, you know, just kind of give them back or, you know, I don't know that any of them have been given back from the other guys. So if you're if you're Joe Tacopina, what's your approach to uh, this? You know, if it comes down as you're suspecting, do you make a case that this is a two tiered system of justice, that he's being held to a standard that no other president has been held to? What is the what's the what's the legal argument back and forth here? Right. So there's the legal argument in the court of law, and there's also the, the argument, so to say, in the court of public opinion. And I think for, for Donald Trump, it, 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 both may be equally uh, as desirable as a win, so to say. And, and you, you know, Kevin, it's really interesting how uh, in other circumstances, in different eras, in different time periods, you know, a legal sort of war uh, front uh, like this for a politician would spell possibly the end, even just the accusations or allegations or an indictment right. alone. Here, it's it, it's having the opposite effect. Uh, and because I think that's because of the narrative uh, that is out there in the court of public opinion 
uh, being put out there by Donald Trump, uh, his attorneys, etc., that this is a, a politically motivated uh, legal process in different arenas. And it's not because that he's done something illegal, so to say, per se, but it's being motivated by the weaponization of uh, a prosecutor's office or the legal process and the justice system against him. And a large amount of, uh, you know, Donald Trump supporters are uh, taking that and, and, and accepting that. Um, and, you know, to see how it's going to play out once the fangs are bared by other members of the GOP who are vying for that candidacy, vying for that nomination, vying to be the GOP's, uh, you know, mouthpiece and, and, and you know, face in the 2024 election. We'll see how that's going to play out. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how the legal team takes this. I think that they will be saying that this is not something grounded in law, but rather politically motivated. Yeah. Uh, and well, you know I what's interesting? that's going to be the argument to be put out there. You brought up the other candidates, and very interesting observation about that is when the Bragg indictment came down, um, almost to a person, even the ones that are, you know, kind of the most uh, unhappy with Mr. Trump, Mr. Pence, uh, Chris Christie, others that are, you know, being openly, you know, challenging to him now, uh, they all had to defend him. And and you have to defend him if you don't want to see the same thing happen to a future president in kind of a, you know, half handed way. And so they it put them in the weird position of having to endorse their competitor and say, yeah, he's being done wrong. I, I'm going to guess that something similar will have to go go down again uh, if this indictment does come through. And I did hear late today that there was some speculation that. Um, they might pull this indictment back at the last minute, you know, if they if they don't sense. Because what Hewitt was explaining was, is if, if you take this case and you do an indictment and you don't have an airtight slam dunk against him, you're doing nothing but empowering him. Because if he wins, you go through all this effort, Imran, he comes out the other side. If he wins, then he has the ultimate, you know, punchline for his argument that the system was always fixed against me and they were always out to get me. So it, 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 I think sometimes I think wisdom would say, well, maybe if we don't want to give him the ultimate, I told you so, maybe we, if we don't have everything absolutely in line, maybe we don't press forward with this. I don't know. I'll give you the final thought on that though. Yeah. Well, Kevin, I actually, you know, I, I mull that over myself because you're, you're, you're thinking, uh, you know, that if this is politically motivated, um, at some point, um, the opposition to Trump, they're going to realize that, you know, if that's the, the motivation and if that's the, the end goal to sort of uh, do away with Trump vis-a-vis -vis these uh, prosecutions, it's not working. In yeah. fact, it's just helping. Okay, hold that thought. Coming right back. Uh, he's Imran. I'm Kevin. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Conservative Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Brett Kavanaugh joined with the Supreme Court's liberals in affirming a lower court ruling that found a likely violation of the Voting Rights Act in an Alabama congressional map. The map had one majority black seat out of seven congressional districts in a state where more than one in four residents is black. The case had been closely watched for its potential to weaken the voting rights law. Stocks rose just enough for Wall Street to barrel into a new bull market as the S&P 500 keeps rallying off its low from last autumn. The index rose 0.6% Thursday to carry it 20% above a bottom hit in October. That means Wall Street's main measure of health has climbed out of a painful bear market, which saw it just drop over 25% in roughly nine months. This is SRN News. Increase your investment knowledge in a unique way this year. Join us on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise along with The Money Show. Visit EagleFinancialCruise.com for details and to secure your cabin. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Charlie Kirk here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 528. 
Standard message and data rates may apply. Want more of AM970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pregatopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pregatopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, Pregatopia Unlimited. Go to Pregatopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year of partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. From New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Now, there were three different uh, grand juries working kind of simultaneously. You had the uh, you had the, the Bragg grand jury. You had the, um, what's this one, the David Smith grand jury, is that his name? Or David White, I think it's Smith. Um, but this is the federal case, the Mar-a-Lago documents case. And then you have, you still have yet to hear from the grand jury in Georgia as to what's going down there. There might be another announcement of a potential indictment at some point in time. But those of you keeping score, that's where the, that's where the pins are on the, on the bulletin board right, right. now. Yep. Imran, just before we were going to break, you, you were reinforcing the uh, thought that if you <laughs> – what's the old expression? If you're going to come for the king, don't miss. Like, if you just throw up three cases that are kind of poorly argued, and evidently the, the guy that's running this prosecution for the feds isn't even a very experienced uh, fed prosecutor. He's like a war crimes trial guy. He hasn't he hasn't handled a lot of uh, uh, this type of work. Um, so you run the risk of, you know, making him even more powerful than you had before you made the charges against him. Right. Exactly. Jack Smith. Uh, he, Jack Smith. He's, that's yep. He's the special counsel. Um, you know, it, it, but that's that's the it's really intriguing, uh, Kevin, because, like I said, normally in a normal circuit uh, situation, uh, you know, in in times past, things like this would be a political, you know, a political nuclear bomb for a, a candidate, you know, and here, uh, if anything, it's the, a rallying cry. So, you know, it, it, and uh, you make a great point. These are, you know, you're 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 taking on a fight that you need to know you're going to win. So, although we hear about and I and look look with the Bragg indictment. That's what uh, the criticism uh, was really, you know, handed down as to the substance of the indictment. Right. Right. Um, take away the political aspect of things uh, and the criticism of D.A. Bragg just generally. 
Uh, but the actual substance of the indictment was really kind of weak, right? Yeah. You know, and it was it was vague. It wasn't. It was hard to connect. It wasn't sort of bombastic in terms of the strength of the evidence. It led to questions of why are we even doing this? Uh, if you're a prosecutor, right? And uh, it's going to have to be the same with the federal indictment, if if anything more so, right? Because now you're coming uh, from the DOJ and you're going. You're coming from the DOJ against the former president. Uh, of the United States, and you're going to have to make sure, uh, you know, I would hope that the indictment is going to be ironclad, the evidence supporting it's going to be ironclad, and you're going to have to be even-handed. And by uh, that, I mean, if if this is something you are seeking against Donald Trump, and then it's the same actions have now been established against President Biden, then you're going to have to go the same way. And if you're not willing to do that, um, then you can't go this route. You can't bring well, these charges. And this is what I fear. Um, and you've talked a lot about the weaponizing of the Department of Justice in, in the last year that we've been on together. I fear that if we go down this trail, what we start to create is this constant threat of impeachment and get even. And we get in there and we're going to go after all your guys. And then you're going to get in there and you're going to go after all our guys. And it's we've gotten away from running the country and, you know, doing what's best for the American people. What we need to be doing is the job. You're hired to go there and get work done. And this stuff, particularly, I think, on the Mar-a-Lago thing, because it was only a handful of documents. And, there, yeah, there's a theory that's out there that says, well, Trump doesn't have the right to declassify. He says he has the right to declassify anything he wants to. There's a there's a process about that. But most presidents have taken documents. Almost all of them in the modern era have been found with documents at their house. So how how do we turn this into the nuclear bomb that goes off to dismantle the American political system? I mean, that's really what they're trying to do. They want to they want to bomb him so bad that he gets out of the that gets out of the race and isn't able to, to carry on. And by the way, you mentioned the other uh, candidates. Not only will they have to defend him because they're, they're going to know what nonsense this is. Every time an, another one of them gets in, it just increases his chances of becoming the nominee because he's got this big 51 percent plus of the of the Republican electorate that are firmly with him, not not moving. There's this little bit of undecideds. And then all these other guys are trying to play for them and the ones that they have, you know, loyal to each of them. This I, I just don't see how this ends up doing what they think it's going to do, which is to take him down. Right. And and that's the, the sort of catch 22, if it really is uh, something that they're looking to be a political hit job, you know, and we've seen. Uh, and, and listen, this is this is something that is not necessarily even partisan, so to say. I'm just talking about uh, as a trend, uh, yeah. you know, that like that arguably the whole um Tish James versus Andrew Cuomo thing, which was dem on dem, right? That was right. Uh, sort of a, using uh, the office of the attorney general, almost like a political hit job internally. We wanted it Cuomo was. out. You can't, yeah. and yeah, it was. Uh, you can't, and and that's the slippery slope we have here. And I think it it, it may become all too normal, which is going to be a horrible and dangerous thing for our country. Uh, that's well said. Coming right back, legal night. Don't go away. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. I've teamed up with Steve Perillo to create a special offer for our AM970 family, a Perillo tour with yours truly in attendance, three nights in Rome, seeing the important sites like the Vatican, the Colosseum, the Forum, as well as a special dinner performance by yours truly, then fly to Sicily and spend three nights in Taormina. Next, Taormina's Godfather tour. Visit the medieval villages of Forza d'Agro, in Savoca, see the famous Barbatelli where Michael Corleone asked Apollonia's father for her hand in marriage. Next, on to Palermo for three more nights before flying home. A Perillo tour is a stress-free escorted vacation where you do not lift a finger. Call today, 800-431-1515, 800-431-1515, or please visit PerilloTours.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. 
Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Officer Tatum here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of emergency alert systems, keeping you advised on threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-555-88. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-555-88 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-555-88 to see if you qualify. That's 800-555-88. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Everybody loves my baby, but my baby loves Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Well, we're not quite done with Trump's legal stuff yet. Uh, There's another story tonight, uh, and it is the Trump team this time going on offense, saying that the defamation claim that that was made by uh, the New York uh, writer has to fail. I guess I guess they're arguing it for the appeal because the jury agreed that he did not rape her. Uh, Imran Ansari, our legal guru, uh, this is this is are they laying out their their basically what they're going to argue on appeal? This that this is stupid that that uh, they awarded a victory because they couldn't prove uh, they didn't prove what they needed to prove to to validate her claim. Right, because truth is the absolute defense to a. A claim of defamation. So, if you're a defendant facing a, uh, a defamation claim, if 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 what you have stated is in fact the truth, uh, then you can prevail. Um, but you know what I find really interesting about this this story, this uh, latest development in this case, is that the Biden DOJ is continuing. Uh, to carry on a, an effort that was started by the DOJ when Trump was president to intervene uh, on behalf of Donald Trump in this defamation uh, lawsuit. Um, basically, uh, that the statements were in response to um, Carol's allegations, and, and it was during the presidency of Donald Trump, and therefore the DOJ would pick up the defense. And if it's at that time, and if it's sort of insulated uh, at that time period, pursuant to his uh, role as a president, well, the DOJ can get that knocked off and the, the, the whole lawsuit knocked out because you can't sue a president for defamation. And I find it kind of interesting that this this DOJ effort to intervene uh, on the president's behalf is still 
uh, being taken on by the Biden DOJ. It's sort of a, an interesting twist uh, in this defamation lawsuit and how uh, the, the Trump um, administration started it, and it's still being carried. It's not being sort of jettisoned. And you're calling by that interesting on the basis that um, they they haven't been particularly supportive of of the former president. So this is kind of to the contrary of their other actions. You know, the the indictment coming down being an example. Right. You're right. Exactly. And you know the you know the, the essentially the DOJ uh, is looking to substitute in. Uh, and order, you know, to defend Donald Trump. And ultimately, if that's the case, uh, the defamation lawsuit, if it's found that it was done as, you know, during his capacity as a president, during the time period as he was president, then the defamation claim could fail. I just find it interesting that there's not hasn't been some sort of internal conversation that we're going to sort of back away from this intervention motion, so to say, and that they're still forging ahead with it. But um, you know, listen, truth is an absolute defense, and the attorneys for Donald Trump right now, based on the jury's conclusion in that, uh, that lawsuit that, that Trump sexually abused Carol but did not rape her, uh, would be a defense to the defamation claims. That's interesting, but I, you know, I'm still intrigued by that DOJ intervention. Yeah. Well, it certainly seems uncharacteristic for them, and it just makes me wonder what's the strategy there? Why why would they feel compelled to take that up? I'm pretty sure nobody from the White House is telling them to do that. Um, maybe there's just good people still left at the DOJ. I don't know. I mean, it's right. or uh, they, you know, it's a it's a valid legal argument and they're standing by it, which is what really should be done, right? Yes. You know, if there's a valid legal argument, there's a valid legal basis uh, to oppose something, you know, it doesn't matter what party you're on, it doesn't matter what, you know, you, you stand by the law. You stand That's by the law. That's kind of been your point the whole time. Uh, right. We just haven't seen it very often. <laughs> yeah. So I get that. Um, well, so do you think that this is, um, if they make this claim that, um, you know, she couldn't prove that he raped her, and she wouldn't say that he did. Um, I don't know how they get from the absolute understanding that he didn't do that, but somehow assaulted her. Like, it seems like if he had assaulted her, that would have been, I don't know, there would have been something more definitive there in terms of what they were able to prove. Does Do you think this is a, a successful tactic for Takapina and company if they're the ones that are um, going with it? Uh, to to an extent, I mean, you know, there's uh, on the converse. I mean, it could set, be argued, and it, um, I imagine it is being argued by E. Jean Carroll's attorneys that, you know, regardless, uh, you know, the defamation lawsuit also is in part and parcel to, to statements that, you know, she was uh, it was all a hoax and this was a con job and all that. And if you look at uh, the jury's verdict and they believed her at least to some extent, right, then arguably on the other side, right, the, her argument is that then it should go forward because even though they didn't find that he raped her per se, uh, they still believed her to a certain extent, right? So that, yeah. that would be the argument on the other side that you're going to be up against. That's why, if the, listen, if it's found, if the, if the DOJ intervenes and it's found that these statements were, were made uh, during the course of the presidency and you can't sue for defamation, then uh, that's, that's a win. That's going to nullify the action, right? Yeah. So, well, and in terms of the impact of this case, it's the least impactful one of all of them that he's uh, involved with right now. So I don't know that it really much matters to him. I would imagine the the uh, felonies, <clears throat> the, the the Justice Department, et cetera, I would imagine that those would be the ones that they're most concerned about uh, going forward. Somebody uh, put forward the idea today of maybe he still runs, uh, even if he's found guilty and serves as president from jail. I, I guess it is legally possible to do that. I, I don't know how, but uh, the, the, the theory was floated in some conversations I heard today. Um, real quickly, jump across the pond. Prince Harry got blasted by a judge today in a in a trial uh for what 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 did he do well you know he well uh kevin he's prince harry's been testifying uh in in court in england it's, he got his phone hacked or something yeah yeah, yeah he didn't I mean, like it it's it's that's listen if you're following the royals quite frankly I'm not, you know, so intrigued by them. It's sort of, for me, a, a yesteryear thing. But everyone likes it now in a tabloidy sense, following the British royals. But he's in court. Uh, 
Prince Harry. Uh, and I think he testified for eight hours yesterday uh, against a British newspaper uh, because his phone was hacked and there was this whole to-do regarding the information on his phone. Uh, and, you know, uh, he's going after the British tabloids. And British tabloids, listen, they're, they're a, a beast. They on, live to go uh, after yeah. the royals. Exactly, <laughs> That's exactly. That's how they make their money. So, him, so he didn't show up, and the judge didn't like today that he didn't show up, so he, right. he'd let him have it, and that was that. He, All he right, did, when, to his credit, he did eight hours of testimony yesterday, but if he was supposed to be back in court today, uh, Kevin, there's the no says. excuse. Do right, what the judge no says. Excuse. Speaking of judges, Judge Ansari gives us some Esquire etiquette next. Mike Lendell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798 800-651-0798 Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0 800 651 0798. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business. Join me, Jersey Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and I have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sights and a private dinner performance by yours truly. Next, fly to Sicily for three nights in Taormina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca and Forza d'Agro for sites of actual filming events from iconic Godfather scenes, a wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515. Tell them you want to fly away with Joey to Sicily, baby. 800-431-1515 or visit PerilloTours.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You can say, I do, all with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. New York Cruises is the premier unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding cruise event planning services every step of the way. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Your guests will dine in style on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Brandon Tatum, weeknights at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. All right, time for Esquire Etiquette, where Imran Ansari delves into his deep bag of legal tricks and shows us one. <laughs> Imran, it's all yours. Yeah, so, so we're talking about defamation today, both, uh, you know, the, the Prince Harry stuff with the, the tabloids and then also uh, Donald Trump and his, his defamation lawsuits. Now, defamation is a very interesting area of law. It's a very nuanced area of law. In fact, it's, you know, in certain jurisdictions, including New York, uh, it's getting harder and harder to sue for defamation based on things like anti-slap 
laws and, uh, you know, sort of fair play and fair game in order to comment. But if you are a private citizen, not a public figure, because there's a, uh, a case called New York Times versus Sullivan, which really gives a little more leeway of what you can say uh, as to a public figure. You have to show actual, you know, uh, malicious uh, intent and, and, and actual malice uh, in terms of a disregard to the truth, uh, knowingly disregard to the truth uh, for a public figure. But if you're a private figure and you find yourself somehow the target of public comment, uh, which is defamatory, slander, libel, which is not true, uh, and it causes you harm, and it causes you a damage to your reputation or your professional or business reputation or personal reputation, you shouldn't be shy about talking to an attorney and finding about your legal recourse. And I say, you know, there once was a time when if you're a private citizen, you're not in the public eye, when are you going to really find yourself being defamed? You know, who's going to write about you in the newspapers if you're just, uh, you know, Joe Schmo on the block. Well, this day and age with all the social media and with people, you know, out there writing, uh, you know, commentary and tweets and posts from their, uh, you know, their couch at home, you as a private citizen may find yourself being the subject of defamation. And that in, in that case, you should always protect your rights. And if you've been defamed, you should speak to an attorney uh, because you may have a lawsuit against a person or entity or what have you who have uh, put defamatory statements out there if they are not true. Consult with an attorney. Make sure that your good reputation, professional or personal, is upheld if you have been defamed. And unfortunately, if you are a public figure, then uh, it's a much harder road for you. Right. Uh, I, I know because people defame me all the time. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just something I've come to live with. Um, anyway, uh, Imran, good stuff. Thanks for the uh, insight and another great show as always. And be listening uh, Saturday at noon on our sister station, AM 570, The Mission, uh, where you can get the legal lowdown from Imran Ansari. Who's your special guest this week? Oh, the, we have uh, uh, a a whole slew of great guests on this week's show. Professor Dershowitz, Dr. Carol Lieberman, Anthony the Big Cheese Mangianello. He sued Pizza Hut uh, for stealing his stuffed crust idea. Uh, he, di he didn't win, but now there's a documentary called Stolen Dough that uh, appears at the Big Apple Film Festival, was screened, and that's just an intriguing candidate. Uh, not candidate, I'm sorry. Story. Uh, yeah. Guest. We also have John Wisniewski. He was a, a New Jersey uh, state legislator. He led the investigation against Chris Christie and and his uh, his uh, you know fellow oh, sort I of can't uh, wait to hear Bridgegate, what he has Bridgegate, to say Bridgegate. about yeah I I can't wait to hear what he has to say about the big ones a second coming to the presidential race exactly uh, that's Saturday at noon on AM five seventy uh, the Mission the station you hear me at uh, three p.m. every weekday uh, check it out Imran we'll see you next week thanks for being here thanks for having me Kevin you got it Kevin McCullough tomorrow night it's Fun Friday we'll see you then. <laughs>